Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 315, and welcome back to my front porch. Uh, I hope you're doing good. Uh, I was supposed to record these podcasts the next few over the, the last few days but it's been like torrential downpour here in phoenix and uh so i'm actually sitting outside uh on uh on one of our chairs from inside which my wife does not know she's at costco uh shopping and so uh <laughs> i'm outside with one of the pieces of furniture that are in our house which i have to wrap up this podcast before she gets home uh because i don't think she'd want this out here but all my like furniture out here uh, on the front porch i forgot to take it in and it's sopping wet so I'm committed. You see this? This is what it means to have a podcast. This is why I say I like recording it outside because it's a, it's on it's a little more authentic to me. It just feels like no, I have to steal furniture from the inside of my house because the other furniture got soaking wet outside. So anyway, uh, but anyway, uh, excited to uh, to uh, bring this uh, the episode to you. I this passage has just been pounding me over the last uh, few days. But before we get there, I just have to tell you I had the best day. You ever have one of those days that's completely kind of surprising to you? I had a few friends fly in today. Uh, Daphne, who's a really, really good friend of mine from California. And then Julie, she's actually uh, runs. She's the, she's the founder and, and she runs an organization in Kenya called the Living Room International. Amazing organization. In fact, if you're uh, wanting to be generous towards something, that is a great organization to continue to give to. And, and then Eric Martin, who's a good friend who lives here in the Valley, um, we just got to spend some time with some churches, but then we had like, like a couple hours in the afternoon where we just had one of those, you ever had one of those conversations that was just like, th- I could, this could just keep going on and on and on. It was so life giving. And it was like, I think it was, uh, it was mutually wonderful for, for everyone. Um, I think we challenged one another. I think we listened to one another and, uh, it was just a really wonderful, so it was kind of surprising. I, I kind of had a, we're going to go from thing to thing to thing, but we just had this little break in between and it was such a gift and my, my soul, I like left, uh, left our meetings just going like, man, I'm so grateful for them. And I'm so grateful for that conversation. It was really, really, truly, uh, life-giving, uh, for me. Um, and so I, I listen here, I hope you're doing good. Uh, I don't know what this season is for you, this kind of holiday season, Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas. I know for a lot of you, it's like a really joyful time, but I also know for a lot of you, it's a difficult time. And, uh, and I know there's been a lot of loss over the last few years, a lot of loss. So I don't want to come into this podcast or, and even as I go teach in different places and just assume that it's just like a happy time for everybody. Um, but it's hard. And, and so for some of you, I know maybe this season's hard. So I'm really sorry. Um, if that's you, but uh, I also want to celebrate with those that are uh, just really excited about this season. So we, uh, like I keep saying, we live in the tension of both of those realities and we carry it with one another. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing that we all get, uh, get to do. Uh, thank you for listening. 
I just love that so many of you listen. And if you're brand new, welcome. Uh, and then for those of you who give, again, you can give at frontporchconfessional.com in the partner button. If you hit that, thank you so much uh, for helping us this year in particular. Thank you so much for helping this podcast. It, you know, uh, it helps kind of keep the thing going, uh, all the different fees that go along with uh, having a podcast and, and equipment and things like that. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for those of you who continue to give. Okay, our passage for today. I'm so excited. First uh, John 3.16. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. Once again, by this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for for one another. Um, I had a, a guy that I was working with for many years and a good friend. And, um, and, uh, he used to say to me after we ended conversations, he used to say all the time, love you, man. And I would never say it back. Maybe you've got like a friend who's like an, I love you friend, you know, they say, and, but you find out like, well, they say, I love you to everybody, right? You start finding out like they're saying, I love you. I love you. And then, Hey, love you. And it's just like a way for them to wrap up a conversation and they genuinely care about people and they want those people to know how much they care about them. But it starts to kind of water down the sentiment. You know what I mean? Like, like, wait a second, you tell everyone you love them. And I don't necessarily feel super special, like I'm included in that. It's just like it goes to everyone. And then you start sitting with people, right? And you start going like, well, people start saying they love their food. Oh, I just love this food. Oh, I love that restaurant. Oh, I love that movie. And you start going, wait a second. Now it's a whole nother level. And it starts to get watered down and watered down. And then the question we're left with is, well, then what is love like literally what is it and it's become at least culturally very very confusing for people as they're trying to process through what is love because we've attached it to so many things and so love in many ways is just this thing that we say oh it's just a feeling and what the Bible is trying to do is trying to go, no, 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 no. It's so much more. It's so much more. And I think we're in a day and age where we need to start redefining these things that we've kind of watered down. And I think love is one of the things that we've done that with. You know, this week is um, within the Advent calendar is the week of love. And it's this time in which we reflect we're anticipating the love of God through the person of Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. And we're sitting with that this week, pondering on it this week. And, and, and to be honest, this passage we, we went through on Sunday, I think many of you know this, but like I don't just like schedule out my verses uh, to be able to go through. I kind of wait throughout the week and go, okay, Lord, what is it that, you know, I'm supposed to, you know, so I'm always having my ear open and, and then I'm kind of reflecting on those and then bringing that here. And so this was actually our pastor presented this passage uh, in the context of an Advent calendar on love. And I thought, oh my goodness, I have, I thought, and I actually thought I had done a podcast on this and I, and I hadn't, I thought, oh my goodness, I, I've got to work through this and think through this. So I've been thinking through this 
uh, yesterday and today. Like, what what is love? What is John trying to help us understand? And here's the thing. Like, this is the same John who wrote the Gospel of John. And here's the even more interesting is that we have John 3.16, which is probably the most famous passage in all the Bible, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And here in 1 John 3.16, we're like reminded of it. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> you know, when these were letters written. They weren't didn't necessarily have verses attached to them. That came later on. And isn't it interesting that this lands around that same kind of feeling, that same, it's almost like John's trying to repeat himself constantly through the letters that he's writing. He's not, he's not, he's trying to go like, listen, I'm not all that original. I just want you to experience something. And in 1 John three sixteen, he goes, by this, we know love that he laid down his life for us. It's like John's going like, you, I really want you to understand this. And here's the thing we've, uh, that I've come to understand about the gospel writers. Matthew, Mark, and Luke do a really good job of telling you what Jesus uh, did. And what John does is John adds this extra element of explanation. You know, so the feeding of the 5,000, Matthew, Mark, and Luke kind of tell you that event. John gives an explanation where Jesus then sits with people and says, I and the bread of life, and you won't go hungry no more. You know, it's the the water, the the water uh, with the the woman at the well. Like I am the living water, and you will thirst no more. You know, so he's walking these people and walking us through a deeper understanding of who Jesus is. And you can almost hear within the in the context of a community that's trying to struggle through what love is. John's like, let me tell you, I've been working through this myself. And I saw it firsthand. And I can't, I just feel, I know I feel like I'm repeating myself. And if you read 1 John, you're going to be like, holy cow, this guy repeats himself so much. It's like he's trying to get, like, you know, with your kids, if you have kids, you're trying to get something through. And you're finding different ways to present the same idea to help it to stick. Because like you don't want to miss this. You can miss a lot of other things, but you don't want to miss this. And one of the things that John doesn't want you to miss is what love is. What love is. And he's like, look to Jesus. He's going to show you what love is. And what love is, is love is costly. Love is costly. He's like, if you're struggling to understand what love is, you've got to look at Jesus. And you've got to recognize the fact that Jesus didn't just come, serve, care, and then bolt up to heaven. You know, he laid down his life. He sacrificed for you and for me and for all humanity. Love cost him something. He is love. Love exists because God exists. And what does this love do? It dies on a cross so that many can be brought into the kingdom. Many can be known as sons and daughters of the Most High God. That's what love is. And I just think for so much of what we're trying to understand and figure out and redefine in our culture, in our culture of deconstruction that's trying to tear everything apart and rebuild, what if we just look to Jesus? 
Jesus is with with withheld withstanded the times, right? Like he's you 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 don't find many people who would have a thing negative to say about Jesus. Now, there's lots of things to say about Jesus's followers, but not about Jesus. And so John's like this. Look to Jesus. Just look to Jesus. And then he says this. If you're looking to Jesus and you're following after Jesus, what you're going to find out is this is going to be costly for you because you need to lay down your life. Like it's one thing conceptually to go, wow, Jesus loves me. He died for me. It's a whole other thing to say. Now that love needs to be put put into practice through my own personal sacrifice for other people. So that love doesn't become this arbitrary word that we just toss out and we water down. It's something that's literally going to cost us everything. And so I, I just would love for us to wear the weight of love. Wear the weight of what it means to say that to somebody. And that it's not self-serving. That it's not something that it's like, I'm going to give you something and you got to give me something back. It is sacrificial. It's costly. It's going to cost you something. It's going to invite you into a deeper and deeper understanding of who you are and who Jesus is. And who you are because of who Jesus is, right? Jesus laid down his life so that you can have life and life to the full. And his call and commission to you is that you would love other people in that way. And I find that so beautiful because that's not what our culture is teaching us. That is not what we're seeing on television. That is not what we're seeing reflected in a lot of marriages or in a lot of relationships. And honestly, it's not a lot of what we're seeing oftentimes within Christians and in churches. John's saying, listen, please look to Jesus. And please share the love of Jesus through the way you sacrifice for one another. That is gospel. That's good news. And we are the carriers of that good news. Because love will always demand more than we are prone to give. Love will always demand more than we are prone to give. And Jesus modeled that for us. And so the question that I have and something I've been reflecting on is, what is love costing you? What is love costing you? What is love costing you? Heavenly Father, we reflect on your son Jesus this week. And we say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your care. Father God, thank you for sending your only son. We worship you. We praise you. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. So, take a breath. Reflect. And believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.